Welcome to Sunburnt Country Music, interviews with Australian country music artists. My name is Sophie and I have been interviewing Australian country music artists for over a decade and I still love it. I love their stories, I love their insights and I love their music. So I hope you enjoy hearing from them on this podcast. James Johnson has won a huge number of fans with songs such as Small Town and Country Boys. And uh, he has recently released a single with Kaylee Bell, who is the most streamed female country artist in Australasia. And her latest single is, her latest album, I should say, is Silver Lightings, because her latest single is Same Songs, which is the song with James. And James is here to talk to me about it. Hello. G'day, how are you going? I'm very well, thank you. And I'm so interested to talk to you about how Same Songs came together, because it was not a typical kind of uh you know process of assembling a song you go off into a darkened room and write a song and all that sort of stuff it actually came about on tiktok um as far as i could tell or possibly other social media but i've only seen your your tiktok videos about it so um you started writing it and then you asked your fans for input and then you were looking at the comments that were coming in and that helped inform the way you were writing the song Uh, so what gave you the idea to actually start writing that way it was, I completely did it on a whim, you know, I, I had the idea for the chorus of the song. I had the chorus written out and then I decided that uh, I wanted to really get fans involved. And I actually ended up just ranking the comments and the ones that were the most popular ones. I ended up including those songs in the, in the song. So if you actually go back and look, I think Chicken Fried and Wagon Wheel uh, the, were the two most popular um, songs that, that people wanted in the song and they both had the most likes or whatever. So the song starts, starts off with, chicken wagon wheel and chicken fry that's the first two words of the song I was like I'll kick it off that way and um but it was right it was great it was such an interesting way like I've been lucky I've got such a great following and and a really engaged um audience on on social media media and to get everybody involved in that way was just really cool and it was something I've never done before and then I kind of continued that on I said all right I think this should be a duet. Who should I do the duet with? And, and Kaylee Bell was having, really having a moment. You know, she'd just been on The Voice. Keith, her song is blowing up, just going gangbusters. And uh, overwhelmingly, they came back and said they want Kaylee Bell should be on it. And it just worked an absolute treat. And, and she was in Nashville at the time. I was in Australia. And we, we kind of made it work from different sides of the planet. And I also looked at how you got Kaylee involved because you you asked your users to suggest someone and then you actually asked them to help get her attention um, by tagging her in posts like that. So um, so I'm presuming that she didn't know before that point, before she got all these these tags and these notifications on her phone saying, yeah. do you want to be in this song? Well, apparently she woke up to like hundreds and hundreds of them. And it, it really, I think, we got a couple of thousand people tagging Kaylee and she woke up in Nashville with her phone just blowing up with people yeah. tagging her in this video. So uh, if anything, she would have had to, have, you know, pay attention. Right. And it was kind of cool. It, it was just such a unique and different way of doing it. And it was, it was a lot of fun. And I'm wondering for you as a songwriter, because you know, you're used to controlling your own world in a way you write the song, you take it through to release. And this is a way of just completely opening up the process, but it, it, it doesn't mean that, that you're not still controlling it because you got to decide which lyrics went where, but I'm just really interested in that decision that you made to just say, you know what, I'm going to collaborate with an unknown number of people. So is this something that, that was just an instinctual decision on your part? Yeah, very much so. It would just, it just felt like, Honestly, it was just one of those, oh, this, this, this is going to be cool. Let's give it a go. And it was, I think there's the beauty of being an independent artist that we do that stuff all the time. Like I, I literally wake up in the morning and I've got like a team. I've got my manager and I, 
but I'll wake up in the morning. So I got this idea. And he's like, let's do it. Let's, let's give it a go. And, and there is no, there's no filter. Like so often, like, you know, from the video clip for Ray's like that, where I, I decided that I'd get everybody involved and made the video clip out of people's TikToks. That was, I woke up one morning and said, that'd be a cool idea. Let's post it and see if people do it. And we had 3000 people do it. I was like, well, that's, that's cool. Let's, let's do that. And I think a lot of my career is, you know, I, there's definitely strategy in this plan and we work really hard behind the scenes, but we don't, we're not afraid just to, just to try stuff. We'll, we'll throw it at the wall. If it doesn't work and we do try stuff often on social media and it, and it doesn't work, I'm like, all right, move on to the next thing. And then this thing, you know, creating, writing a song, it was great and it was so different and it was just genuinely in, like really enjoyable. And now, you know, everybody that kind of got involved has a little piece of ownership over that song. Yeah, and when they see you perform, they can sing back a lyric that perhaps they suggested, which is really nice. Absolutely. It's really cool. So you do spend um, quite a bit of energy on TikTok in particular and, uh, you know, you're posting quite regularly. Is it something that you see is just now an inevitable part of being an artist? And Because I think you found a way to make it work for you as an artist, not just in writing songs, but also continuing to share songs once they're released. Um, so mm-hmm. is it something that, that required a big adjustment for you to think, oh, social media, or you're just like, Again, let's just try it. Let's see what happens. It was 100% the latter. It was just like, let's give this a go. And it's been, honestly, social media has been the backbone of my career. And I, it's funny, it's really allowed me to kind of break out of the normal channels that you'd have to go through in order to have a career. You know, I've been doing this, you know, been a musician my whole life, but I've only launched a bit over a year ago, right? And I think there is definitely quite often in in country music there are these clear pathways all right you've got to do this and then you kind of get accepted to the next category now you can go and do this and I kind of just feel like I was like I don't I'm gonna I'm gonna kind of skip that route a little bit you know what I mean I'm gonna do it my own way and we got a lot of resistance to that in at the start you know myself and, and my team and that that we were doing things differently but at the end of the day I think I've been lucky because I've brought a whole different fan base to country music you know when I go and play a gig you know, we'll have so many people there that aren't, haven't listened to country music previously that are young. Like a lot of my fan base, I like a lot of kids. And I think that's awesome because it's just creating this whole new generation that's coming to country music. And that's off the back of, of TikTok. It really is. And it's a lot of people going, I didn't know that I didn't like country. I hear it all the time at my gigs. I didn't really like country, but then I kind of came across you and now I'm like, I love country. And now I'm listening to Morgan Wallen and now I'm listening to all these other artists and all this sort of stuff. And, uh, and I think that's kind of cool. So, James, it basically means that you have become the gateway drug to country music for a whole <laughs> lot of people. I can call it what it is. I don't know what it is, but uh, I'm I'm all for it. I'm I I'm a big believer that we got we got to like you know excite the new generation about about country music because at the end of the day, you know, it's the cliche, but that's the future. You know, we got to have kids loving country songs and growing up singing them. It's important. Yeah. So the logistics of this particular song I'm, I'm interested in as well. So once once Kaylee was on board, I understand she wrote a verse in the song. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so she did. So she did the same process. She took right. all, that, that mantle and she ran with it. She put on her TikTok and got her fans to engage writing the, the verse for her. So it was across platforms that we both of us really engaged with our fan base. And uh, it was cool. I, I, I'm still very proud that we have a song and that, you know, her fans are involved, my fans are involved, and we all kind of came together. Yeah. And then recording it because she was in Nashville at the time and, and you're in Australia. So I'm imagining you recorded your vocals first and then she came in. Yeah. So it was a collaborative effort from, it was produced in Nashville. 
And then it was worked on in Sydney and I recorded my vocals in Sydney with a guy called Liam Quinn. And then she was over in Nashville at the time. So she went into my producer studio in Nashville, a guy called Justin once and uh, recorded her vocals. So it was this big collaboration from all over the world. It's pretty cool. At any stage, were you like talking to each other on Zoom or something similar? Just like, hey, we're making a song together. Yeah. So this is like what's crazy, even to the point where when we were recording vocals, um, she actually had her headphones. And this is like what I love about, you know, modern technology, the internet, that she was recording her vocals in the studio. And I was in my studio talking to her through her headphones in the studio. It was like it was like she was in the vocal booth next to me. And, and it felt completely seamless and it was it was actually a really easy process. And I suppose it does open up all sorts of ideas about what collaboration may mean in the future um, for you with any artist. Now that you've done this, it could take all sorts of forms. I don't, they, some that don't even exist yet. I can't even imagine. Absolutely. The of it. Yeah, it's it's cool. And I think what in, back on like the TikTok thing or, or anything, we are now global artists, like it or not, every single artist that puts music on Spotify is a global artist, right? And at the end of the day, you will, you will have this kind of, bubble that ends up happening because you're if i'm from australia i'll inherently get australian fans and that'll grow but there is still people from all over the world like if i i'm i'm working on a song at the moment and i'm kind of putting some stuff up on tiktok and you know most of that audience that's listening to it is not from australia it's my biggest listing audience for this new song is from sweden denmark and the uk and this is what's great at the moment because I have no control over that. I don't, I have no control where it's going to go in the world. You know, like for instance, my first single became the number one line dancing song in the Philippines and in the UK. That doesn't make any sense to me. That's just crazy. Right. But this is what's so good at the moment that we live in this era that there is no more boundaries anymore. You know, music is, is so free. It can be accessed by anyone around the world. And I think it's a great thing. I was just laughing as you were talking about the number one line dancing song, not because I think it's funny as in ha ha, but yeah. just, and in amazement that yes, the music can travel that way and end up becoming that for other people who who don't know you, who aren't in the same time zone. And if you are, it. if you want to have a, have a laugh, type in "raised like that" line dance, and there is hundreds of videos from all around the world. Trust me, you, check it out, and uh, and you'll get a laugh because it literally it, it throughout the line dance community, it, it kind of went viral and. I had no say over it. I had no control over it. Certainly wasn't planned, but uh, it was, there you go. That's the way it goes. So in looking at those sorts of stats, you know, Scandinavian listeners, UK, Philippines, do you start to think, well, maybe I should be getting myself on a plane or is that a, that's a longer term plan? I'm all for it. This is that, that's the the beauty back on the independent artists. All right. If, 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 you know, the song goes really well in Denmark and all of a sudden I've got a lot of fans, let's jump on a plane and go put a show on in Denmark. Why not? It's, it's, I think you've got to enjoy that process. It, it's kind of the, it's the uncertainty of, of being a musician in the first place is a very uncertain career path, right? I think you've got to embrace the uncertainty and kind of go with the flow of it a little bit because it's, it's kind of the beauty of this industry. Well, and also having established those social media profiles as you have, you've got the perfect way of letting people know that you're coming to Denmark. Exactly right. Yeah. <laughs> so you never know what's going to happen. It's uh, it's good fun. So the song, uh, well, the song itself, same songs, I think, speaks to the, the the community around music because it is about listening. We're all listening to the same songs as we grow up. Yeah. So for you, what were those songs as you were growing up that you shared with friends or comrades? So I grew up with a lot of 90s country. So, so Garth Brooks was huge in our household. But it's interesting. So 
it kind of started with dad loving like Willie Nelson, Waylon Jennings, like the Highwaymen. A lot of that was played on the cassettes in the Land Cruiser or in the tractor, you know, when we were traveling. So I grew up with a lot of that. But then it was also a lot of 90s country. You know, Lee Kerning was the soundtrack at the end of the day. He was the soundtrack to a lot of my upbringing. He really was. Um, but also Garth Brooks, Alan Jackson, like a lot of American country, if I'm honest. Um, but it was, yeah, like that's just kind of what I grew up with. But it was always country. My, my folks were big country listeners. You know, every once, once in a while, a little bit of uh, something outside would, would sneak in. It's funny, when I was, when I, was I think, six years old, I asked my mum to buy my first um, first album. And I, I asked for, I got three albums and we bought it from Sanity. And one was Garth Brooks. The other one was Harry Connick Jr. And nice. the other one was the, the best of Elvis Presley. So as much as we had a lot of country, there was still some other influences that came in as well. Yeah, and I can certainly hear those sorts of influences in your singing as well. And well, and the, you know, Harry Connick's a great entertainer. Elvis yeah. Presley's a great entertainer. So, so you, you were trained from a young age, in other words. <laughs> it's, it's funny that you mentioned that. I, I've always been really attracted to the idea of being an entertainer. You know, it's, there's one thing that's a great singer and there's a great songwriter and all the things, but I've always, you know, at the pinnacle for me was Garth Brooks as an entertainer. You know, you, you go to a Garth Brooks show and at the moment he's blowing up my, my Facebook, he's playing in Crook Park over in Ireland and it's, nice. but he's just one of the, like the best entertainers in the world. And I actually remember I went to an Adam Brand concert and Adam Brand got out a bottle of bubbly and he walked around to every table and he filled up all the champagne glasses. And I think I would only been about eight years old at the time. And I snuck in, I was sneaking in the back. I don't know if I was even supposed to be there. And I just remember just watching him in awe, just thinking, that's a great entertainer. I want to be an entertainer one day. And uh, that's something that's always kind of held true. Right. And Adam is absolutely a great entertainer. Now, I should say you are in the car at the moment because you've been doing some CMC-related business. So you are coming up to performing at your very first CMC. How are you feeling about that? This is one of those dots on the map that that has been... I've been thinking about this for so many years. I, I honestly have. I About six years ago, I was sitting there at the back and I remember I kind of made a bit of a deal to myself and I was like, I'm going to do whatever it takes. This is, this is when I was really like, I'm loving country. I want to, I want to do country. And uh, I, w- I was sitting there watching Brothers Osborne and I remember telling myself, I said, I'm going to do whatever it takes to get on that stage one day. I don't know when it's going to happen, but I want to get on that stage one day. And uh, that's happening this this week and it's, you know, it's this real full circle moment and it's really exciting because a lot of my idols, uh, who are the people that I would see, I saw up on that stage. Yeah. And um, even from the moment I, I released Rays Like That, it was, it's been the dot on the map that I've just been looking forward to. And, and yeah, it's, 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 it's exciting. And I've been working hard behind the scenes. I'm, I'm doing a whole new show. We're doing things that have never kind of been done before. I think we've got a nine piece band in the end that we're doing all sorts of stuff that's not normally seen at a country gig. And I've spent the last like probably at least a good three or four days a week for the last two months working on this show. So I'm really excited wow. to like finally put it out there. That's fantastic. Um, and yeah, having seen you perform with just you and a guitar, uh, you're an entertainer doing that. And I, I imagine you are to the manner born when it comes to, to being on a festival stage as well. Is it the same sort of gearing up for you when you know you're going on stage, you feel like, yo, I'm, I'm here to perform, I'm going to I want to communicate with the crowd. Um, I guess what I'm trying to get at is in an energy way, do you feel the same regardless of which stage you're performing on? I think so. There's definitely like at a stage like CMC, there's a a little bit more, you know, anticipation, a few nerves and all that sort of stuff. Um, But for me, I always want to like connect. 
you know, that's that's what I'm always aiming to do. And connection can be done in multiple ways. And sometimes with an acoustic guitar, it's about drawing people into a great story that that's that's told through the lyric. Um, at a gig like CMC, it's for me, it's more about the idea of togetherness. You know, it's singing together. It's being it, it's being part of a bigger community, and I want to celebrate that. So the style of show that I would do at a singer songwriter showcase, as opposed to my big show at, on a big CMC stage, is a different show. Um, but at the core of it, it's all about connection. That's what I want to achieve. Right. So the rest of the year, I'm sure, holds some other things for you. What's coming up? Because um, we are in September now. So what's happening for the rest of the year? Yeah. So there's lots of shows coming up, which is exciting. So I'm playing, uh, heading up to Cairns after that, playing, opening up for Brad Paisley at uh, Savannah in the Round in Cairns, which is which is another cool one. Another one of one of my idols that I grew up listening to. Um, and then I'm in Rockhampton on the weekend after that. I'm flying to Sydney the weekend after that. And there's just shows back to back. It's it's been busy and it's uh it's exciting. I love being out in the road. And Tamworth, of course, seems like it's a, a fair way away, but by this stage of, of the year before everyone's booking their shows. So are you looking ahead to Tamworth? I don't know what's happening. If I'm I don't know if I'm gonna be at Tamworth or not. It's still there's still a bit of question mark around it. So uh I'm hoping to be, but there might be a chance that I may not even be in the country at that stage. So we're still trying to juggle. Yeah. Then people should catch you this year while you're playing um towards That's the end it. of the year. I imagine you're going to play same songs at your shows, even though Kaylee won't be with you. So you can handle both parts. Surely. Oh, don't don't assume that. Kaylee, oh. we might we might be a bit of a special surprise coming up for CMC Rocks. That's all I'm gonna say. <laughs> okay. Well, I'll probably post this after CMC Rocks, but um, or if if it's if it's posted beforehand, then people can still have the surprise. Um, but it also sounds like people should catch you while you're in Australia because if you happen to be overseas when Tamworth's on next year, they're not going to see you there. So they should get out to your shows. Exactly right. Come out to one of my shows. There are, yeah, it's, it's, it's always a good time. We're always up for a good party. So uh, come and have some fun. And I would also imagine there are new songs on the horizon because you're constantly creating. And um, so I, I won't put Definitely. pin you to a time, but but I'll just say I'm sure there are new songs coming. There is lots of new songs coming. It's it's uh it's it's a train that doesn't slow down. There's there's always new something something new coming. Don't worry. And the good part is you'll probably put some hints on your social media ahead of time. Very much so. Don't worry about that. <laughs> well, James, thank you for same songs, which is is a great song to go into spring and summer with. And good luck with all your shows. Speak to Thanks you soon. So Thanks for having me on. Bye. Thanks for listening to the Sunburnt Country Music Podcast. For more Australian country music interviews and reviews and other things, go to sunburntcountrymusic.com or to Sunburnt Country Music on Instagram, Facebook and TikTok.